0: Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020 Campari America, New York, New York. Never compromise. Drink responsibly.
2: I think he's going to be the biggest bust of the day. Yeah, I, I know. I agree with that. But how I much might it, still have him. But <laughs> how much is the bust? How much is? I mean, like, if it gets you three points, you're not dead. It's forty-one hundred. Yep. Like, what is a what is a bust? From what's a bust? Even if it gets you zero, you're not dead.
0: This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan
2: Cooper.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire. joined on this Wednesday morning, at least on the East Coast of the United States, by Jordan Cooper to talk about the Thursday's World Cup slate, although we're going to talk a little bit about Tuesday's World Cup slate since we had uh, something to say about it, I guess. I have one thing to say about it. I think you might as well, but uh, you were very into absolutely not playing Salah, uh, and you didn't play Salah.
2: It didn't kill me. Yeah. Just just for, for uh, people listening, we're recording right now, right after the Portugal-Morocco game. Yes, good point. The, the mm. Uruguay Saudi Arabia has not happened yet. Right. So I don't know what my right. attitude is going to be after that, but I'm I'm I we'll talk about this slate. I mean, all these slates seem to be just blending into one another. So it's like we want to talk about the previous slate a little, but the previous slate is really Tuesday's slate, not right. today's Tuesday, slate together. because yeah. it's not over yet. So what the hell is the point? <laughs> uh yesterday, uh I uh I made money. I and I actually did oh, I, I did yeah. quite well and I can cons- like I just got bailed out. Like I think, mm-hmm. and I, I, I kind of pointed it out in the Slack a little, is that uh, know when you're lucky, you're good. Uh, uh, like there's a difference. Like it, you could, you could make, you could make a bad play and get there, right? You could make, mm-hmm. you could make a, a risky choice, and get there. You can make a risky choice, knowing you're making a risky choice, and getting a bust, and then going, well, I know the risks. Uh, or you're you're going in going, you know, I'm making the sharp play, and the sharp play actually does work out. Like, you know what you're doing when it comes to that. And yesterday, literally, literally, I made the same uh, determination wrong three games in a row and the, still the good, won. Yeah, the good thing about that is that, oh, no, there are three games on the slate. Yeah, so you got um, literally every single one wrong. <laughs> right, no, I, I went the complete opposite way. <laughs> Each and every single time, it it, so which, it was, what were those decisions? Uh, it was first
1: obviously that the the, the James news when he wasn't starting kind of changed everything. Yeah, now you have uh, all this money to spend. You're like, I, money, I don't yeah. want to
2: pay eighty eight hundred for Grzyski. I don't want to mm-hmm. pay seventy nine hundred for Mane. But like, where am I putting the money? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Am I? What, I don't know. So, but the the thing that I did know is that I'm playing Cantaro. So that yes. was that was for six k. Just plug him. I know that for absolute sure. Yeah, uh, the, 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 that seemed everybody knew that. Right. The Japanese lineup came out, and with no Honda, and you yep. see Kagawa, and you see Shibasaki, who does take corner kicks in the friendlies, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they had, like, one friendly, and then even in qualifiers, like, he didn't play that much. So, like, you see a corner here or there, so you don't know if he's poaching or he's the main guy, because yeah. you see Kagawa with one here or there, because they split them out, so depending on who's on the field. So I sit there, and I go, uh... Shibasaki for thirty three hundred. If he's on Japanese set, I'd, I'd rather him than pay fifty four hundred for Kagawa, yep. right? Especially playing in the ten as an underdog. I mean, you don't know at that point that that uh, they're going to play against ten men for most of the game, right? But I go, uh, I could have gone a million different ways because Hamez made it so that you could pay any for anyone anyway. Yeah, right. like sh- paying thirty three hundred for Shibasaki wasn't like I wasn't. It didn't have to be like right. I didn't have to go down if I didn't want to. And I just thought in my head. Uh, who would other people play? <laughs> like who uh, almost as a block? Because I'm going to need a, a mid level price guy anyway. And I look in the other games, and uh, I, I, I don't see anyone there that I really want want. So I'm like, okay, then I'm going to play Kagawa. So I play Kagawa. He gets the penalty, which mm-hmm. is great. But it he takes no corners. is yeah. taking all the set pieces and everything. Yep. So it's like without the penalty, he has like three points. So it's like yeah. I, you get bailed out there, right? Then the, yep. then the next game. The next game comes around. Remember, I have all this money, you know, because Hamas isn't in and whatever, whatever's going on. And uh, based on recent friendlies, uh, when Niang is on, he takes set pieces. Mm-hmm. But Sar poaches, and Mane has in the past in qualifiers. Yep. So I'm sitting there going – uh, if my old me or conservative me, like from just recent evidence would go, let me, it's a forward that has a floor. Let me put in the yeah. Yang. Right. The problem comes in is that if I put in the Yang, I have so much money that I'm playing Niang and like Golovin. Like I'm, I'm playing. I, I have so much money. It's, it's so much money because you can't have Hamas and you won't play Salah. Right. I'm not playing. I, I've already decided I'm not playing. Salah. Yeah. You don't even know if he's in at that, at that point of the pivot, you don't even know if he's playing. We Correct. didn't know like until like an hour later after that. But even if he was, I wasn't playing him, right? Okay. So it didn't that, that wasn't even a consideration. So now I'm like, I have two forward spots, and like, who am I playing at forward? I'm not playing uh, the Russian forward. I'm not playing Salah, and then I got Niang, Mane, Grzyski, Lewandowski. If I wanted mm-hmm. to, yeah. Going, what's the what's the best forward? Because I need to make that choice first before I do any of the other things. So I'm like, well. I already filled two midfield spots because I have Kagvo and Guterra there. Yeah. So like uh if I play like Niang and Mane together, like I'm playing Golovin in the in the utility spot. Mm-hmm. Or unless I wanna play obviously wanna play Grziski and just play three forward eligible players, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I look at that and I go, like, uh do I do I trust Niang or do I trust Grziski, even though he's overpriced? So I'm like, and do I? And then with Mane, like, I don't want to put in Niang for 5,300 and see Mane over the dead ball at, a, at high ownership. Uh huh. Because I think he's going to be. I looked at, you know, I see what spots are open. And I see, like, Quadrado in some, and he came out. I mean, I see, like, one forward spot full. And I'm like, I don't think it's Lewandowski. I think it's either Groziski or Mane or, or Niang. But then when I look at the Niang, like, if you plug in Niang in the, into those lineups. Like, I don't know who's in your utility spot. Like, I don't know who would you be playing in that mid-level range or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I think I'll just... Mane has the highest upside for Senegal. I'll just block him. I don't worry about mm-hmm. Niang. I could have I, I could played Grzyski, Niang, and, and, and Mane together or whatever. and Because I, I had off in. So I could have pivoted a defender. Right? Uh, of but, course he did. Right. Well, that gets into the third game. But mm-hmm. uh, but that, that game, Niang has taken set pieces And then he's gifted a goal. And then he's, yeah. Right. Right out of the penalty box. Right. And he's the guy that's like 5,300 forward on set pieces. Like, that's the guy that I if you told me that before for sure, he's in every line. I'm plugging him in, obviously. So I get that wrong. Okay? And then in the late game, now I can't make any of those pivots anyway because I only – I basically have Zerkov and Akin I got to the point where I'm plugging – because I originally had the, the Senegal goalkeeper in. Yep. But I'm like, then who am I paying up a defender if I do all of that? Because I end up with this Mali Sarin. He gives me three points. So I'm thinking, okay, if I'm playing two Senegalese players, why couldn't I play Mon, uh, Niang there? Don't, I didn't want to play three forwards. So now now if I could fire him, which is scary as hell. Uh, and just, uh, <laughs> when does He he keeps a clean sheet once uh, once a blue moon. Like, uh, you know, when there's a solar eclipse, he keeps it a clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I go well. I it, I could have if I wanted to, uh, instead of playing star, I could have played Samodov, and just played since I'm playing uh, the Zirkov and 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 Akin five Akin, Akin 5. five anyway. Why don't I just play Samodov and just like, mm-hmm. whatever? Because Samodov before last game would have been like the guy that's going to be over the dead ball, right? Yeah, right. But the last in the last uh, World Cup game against Saudi Arabia, you didn't see him at all. It was Zirkov no. and Golovin. Yeah. So it's like, well, do I risk that? That's just like Niang. It's like, do I risk that? Mm-hmm. So I don't risk that. And then I see Zavidov on all dead balls. And upstairs, <laughs> you, know, you know, playing defense against the, the the counter. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I end up with like 62 points. And like, I, I, I'm in all my double ups. Just over the, because the Akinfi win got me over yeah. the 60. And then it's like, oh, I actually made a good amount of money today. I mean, I I, I came in cash and a bunch of GPPs and stuff. Because there were a lot of duds. A lot of, you know, Mane busted. Lewandowski mm-hmm. busted. Falcao didn't live up and Quadrado came out Quadrado came lineup. off yeah. right. A lot of a lot of things happened so the low score didn't matter and I'm like how did I get everything wrong three times in a row? Cuz I look at like the winning lineups like the mm-hmm. like in like the like 12th place in like the main GPP and go that's my cash lineup. Had I known <laughs> everything, right? Yeah. I look at that and I have Samedov, Niang and Shibasaki in and then I I still have Groziski in. Yeah, and, and I, I guess I leave eight thousand on the table. <laughs> <laughs> right, mine,
1: mine was fairly close to where, oh, not fairly close, but I had like I had played Quintero, I played Niang, I played Mane, I played Quadrado, uh I played Sabali, uh, who ended up not being that good at all, uh, and then I had three guys in the last game. I had uh, Fati, El Shenawy, the Egyptian goalkeeper, and Salah. And the way that I ended up going into it, like I, I decided early I was going to play Salah. He ended up being, I mean, it sounds you dumb got for lucky. Cash, you got lucky
2: with Salah, Salah with the I penalty. Did. Yep. Absolutely. Everyone that played, that's why, that's why I'm mentioning, It's like Kagawa and Salah. You're not playing for penalties, sure. Like, sure. like Grandquist is a GPP play because you're like, hey, it's cheap. And you you get, you know, you're going to end up with, like, 7x value
0: yeah, at got, 8% yeah.
2: ownership. I get that. But, I mean, if you're going to play Salah, like, Salah, it, you, have to, you have to get more per, 9,600. Like, like you have to be sure he's going to score, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. at that point. No, no,
1: yeah. No, I was sure. Um, <laughs> but the reason why I ended up having to keep Fatty in is because I didn't, I had this thought of if Salah doesn't start, I'm going to go down to Golovine and leave. I don't know if it was 2000 quite on the table, but Salah and fatty e- easily became Golovin and Zhirkov,
2: And I ended up staying with Salah because I didn't want to play Zherkov. Right. And you did. That, that was the better. I mean, even, but even taken away from playing Salah, like Golovine didn't put up value and Zerkov right. didn't. Right.
1: I wasn't, close enough to playing Cherishev to think that I was going to end up there.
2: Right, and there he puts up the most amount of points on the slate as the overpriced player, whatever. Yeah,
1: that everybody was making fun of, yeah. Anyway, let's go to Thursday. Um, We've got uh, three games that have players that we really want to play, I'm sure, but the matchups, at least for two of them, aren't great, I think. Uh, But Obviously the first question is gonna be what do you think about Messi at twelve thousand seven hundred?
2: Uh is this gonna be a repeat of yesterday where I'm gonna to try to convince you not to play Messi? Uh, no. Okay, so that means you're you're on the same page as me that you're not you're not playing Messi. I don't think I'm playing Messi. Okay. You I built my lineup and it does not have Messi in it. You can make a case for it though. Of course. Okay. Uh, the question, I think the biggest question, and this is it's gonna be this is gonna be the problem, this slate. I think okay. uh, the the late game is Argentina. Do yeah, we I know what we their need, starting lineup is? I think we. Th- there's been a
1: lot of talk about this lineup that they've used, that basically has Di Maria on the bench, and Pavone coming in for him,
2: and and Acuna and, and Salvio playing as wing backs.
1: Um, I saw one with with Meza still in. Okay, but it could be that one as well. But it sounds like. It's a the, mess. The consensus is that like Di Maria mess. is not going to start.
2: Okay, but it still sounds like a mess. Uh,
1: it it is a mess, but at least it's a mess among players that are cheaper.
2: Okay, but then like out of all those cheap players, I mean, like who would be on set pieces with Di Maria out in that type of lineup? Well, Meza took half the corners in their first game. Okay, so if, but let's let's say it's Salvio playing as a wing back, like yeah, Salvio and Acuna, like Acuna takes set pieces for his club. But we've also seen Messi take. I was going to say kicks. you're
1: walking into Messi.
2: Right. If they're mm-hmm. even crossed. Sure. Right. Okay. I just want to get that out of the way. Of that, the Argentina yeah. lineup is. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, it could be a lot of you know Messi's in. Okay. There you go. Yeah. There's the one for sure thing. Yeah, and but, it sounds like it's not DiBala. Right, but I mean, it's possible Aguero isn't in. It sounds like he's going to be into. I mean, he okay. scored in the
1: first one. How do you by, by,
2: by, who, know, who knows? I'm just saying you need, to, you need to plan. Yep. Unless you hear something later in the day or something where they release it or whatever. As of right now, as we're recording, I have no idea. Yeah, 28 um, hours before the game. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so you got—I mean, the, the spreads aren't that big. No. So France is the biggest favorite, but they're a minus 175 favorite. Mm-hmm. And then— the next favorite is Denmark, who's barely over one oh eight, minus yeah. one oh eight, barely. Argentina is the lowest favorite at like plus one hundred, or I mean that's nearly I mean that's that's the lowest favorite, even though it's messy at twelve seven. Uh yep. Then the the issue comes in. At least we we pretty much know the France lineup. Yeah, it sounds like we do. Or it sounds like we do. Don't get don't. It's a really bad one, but it yes, sounds like we yes. Yes, I know. We'll talk about it. Okay, so just put everything into perspective when we start with uh, with forward. Uh, the question is, I think basically the 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 three headed monster, and you can only play two of them. And the three headed monster is Messi, Griezmann, and Erikson. Yes, that's correct. Erikson is midfield only. Yep. Okay, so here's and, yes, yes. Here's sorry. here's where we get into the problems. Or at least uh, somewhat of a problem. Something. I mean, it's something you got to think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Messi at 12-7, Griezmann at 10-6. In the, in the France lineup that they've announced, or whatever, you know, you're going to play uh, Hernandez and Pavard as fullbacks. Matuidi as a left winger. Yes. With Pogba and Conte in the deeper roles. Griezmann, Mbappe, Giroud up top. Now, in that lineup, Griezmann's on dead balls. Yes. Right. You don't get Fakir. You don't get Lamar. Mm-hmm. Mbappe, may, Mbappe grab corner, yeah. may grab a corner. May grab a corner. I I would go so far to say he might take half of them, like uh, one half of a field. Okay. So you're you're you you'd take the fourteen hundred savings from Griezmann to Mbappe. I didn't say that. Okay. I'm just saying I think Mbappe may
1: take half the corners. Okay. And And by half the corners, I mean he will take the right side and griezmann would take the left. I mean they could all go to the left. But I think
2: I think it's possible they split. Right. Okay. But then you you get Messi, Griezmann and Mbappe, okay, we're going through all of this. Like Aguero and Giroud are obviously goal dependent. Yes. For cash, I would Aguero play them. has a slightly higher has a ha- has a higher floor. In right. My mind. Right, Giroux is, like, he's not going to shoot eight times. Right, right. If DeMarie is out, then we get down to, like, like the Denmark kind of guys, Sisto, yep. Poulsen. Yep. Like, I don't consider them at those prices in cash. Agreed. Okay. Then you get down, I think the first choice you're going to have to make, do you think Perisic at 6,300 is viable? Yes. Do you think he's optimal? I don't know yet. Okay so i'm going to sell you Unfl- on, on, on him not being optimal. Okay. Uh i could see if you play him. Mm-hmm. They, they are an underdog, but i i mean, you're going to need to fill forward spots. Mm-hmm. Like if like i'd look Perisic is is the guy is one of the guys you could consider playing in a lineup where you're playing Christian Eriksson. Mm-hmm. That's the point that i'm making of like like if you once you pl- plug in two even if you plug in Griezmann and Mbappe, you can't play Eriksson. You're punting a lot. Right. So, like, these, the, what we're talking about in these low forwards are, like, the Eriksen build. And it could be one of those and Messi. I mean, you don't have to I, go Griezmann right. or Mbappe. I mean, I'm just right. saying that you that if you want to play Eriksen, you're going to have to play a cheaper forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get down to guys like Guerrero, who I wouldn't obviously touch in, in cash. Whoever starts yep. up top for Peru, uh, Farfan yeah. or, or Guerrero. Then you got Mandzucic, Kramaric, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if he's in. Like I mean, I wouldn't consider those guys for. I mean, when Perisic is sixty three hundred, agreed. I wouldn't play Mandzukic or Kramaric. How about Pavon? That's the in? that's the one I wanted you to talk about because I
1: look at it as you're basically playing Pavon as a. I would view it as a substantial sub risk against Croatia or Perisic on the other side.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I I, I, it, I if you're not playing. Okay, here here's what I would do. If you're not playing Messi, mm-hmm. and Cash, then Pavone. Then Pavone. Yep. If you're playing GPP with Messi, you play them both for the
1: correlation. I I mean, I guess I I'd love to see how many of
2: Messi's goals are actually assisted. I, I I'm just saying that GPP. You're looking to maximize your upside. I'm just not sure that's the upside. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying at least oh, okay. it's a correlation. Perisic cannot never assist a Messi goal, right? Like, it can't have, I mean, th- those things can't happen. You're not going to see guys in other games get assists and goals in other games. So they can't right. possibly be correlated. At least Pavone Messi, I mean, Messi could, could assist on a Pavone goal. He could. Right. He could. I'm just saying for GPP. Sure. But the guy mm-hmm. that the guy that I'm looking at more than anyone, if I'm playing Erickson and want to go down at forward, is anti Rebic? Huh? If starting 4,400. Yeah, that's cheap, right? If they play with the similar line, but you see, the problem comes in is that if they play with Rakicic and Brozovic in the deep with Modric in the ten, like Rebic's not not going to be in because Paris Right, he be, won't gonna, start. Yeah. Right, because Perisic will be there. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. you could play Perisic and Rebic together, but I would figure that Kramaric would be on the other side. And Do you really want to time. take multiple attacking pieces for Croatia? No, I'm not Argentina. saying multiple. I'm not saying multiple. Oh, I'm saying that, I like, both. right. So I ta- I could take Rebic, Rebic, and and then any, and then Griezmann, or I could take anyone at that point. It's a more balanced lineup. Yeah, I mean,
1: lineup. it's it's a it's a sizable difference between Rebic and Perisic.
2: I mean, it's like 1,900. But the floors are practically the same. I mean, the uh, upside is obviously more in Perisic. I'm not sure the floors are the same. It's 1,900 difference. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. I think it's going to be just like Ronaldo today that you're going to say, what can I do with this 1,900? And it turns out you can't it's do not much. that much.
2: Okay. Well, we'll see. But you have to at least admit that he's viable. He is
1: viable, but it's dangerous in the fact that it's the late game, and there's right. zero pivots, unless you put him in a utility, and we're not playing him for that.
2: Right. Well, if you're playing a defender or something in the late game or something, yeah, you're right. You have to you have to consider that if he's like the only guy in there. Yep. Right. You have a problem now. If you like, if you put him and Messi together, that may end up be bad because then You'll take a. You'll end up on like a Guero which isn't necessarily the most optimal of cash builds. Right. No, I get it.
1: It's actually, yeah, you could probably get better than Parisi actually because the the difference between Aguero and Messi is forty one
2: hundred. Yeah, but if you have them both in the forward spots, like you mentioned, in the forward, my god, right? But I mean, like Rebic, if you knew he was in, let's say, he's still better than like Cueva, right?
1: Yeah, I agree, but if but if you're fa- if you're not fading, if you have to adjust because Rebic isn't in. Would you rather play Aguero and Perisic or Aguero and Pavone?
2: Neither. I I, I wouldn't want to be put in that situation. <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> that's the risk. That but you that's take the situation with, right. if, if you play with rubbish, Right. Okay. And Messi. I get it. Okay. I just want to mention it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I mean, I don't look at the Peruvians. I don't look at uh, Andre Carrillo. I agree. Right. Or Edison Flores. I don't look at those guys. I don't look at the Australian forward eligible players. I'm not playing Lecky, right? I'm surprised you're not looking at just the forward eligible players from Australia. That team is awful, right? But I'm, but I'm just saying. I'm not playing Dolberg or, Kene- or Jorgensen. Yeah. I'm not playing those guys or Pulson. I though They're overpriced. Okay, so that's that's forward, right? Is there anything else that's on it. forward? Nope. Right. No. Nope. Okay. Midfield. Obviously, the top play in midfield. Midfield only eligible is Eriksson. Yes. I, I I I don't see how, I don't see how. You you y- fit. If you, if, if eligibility aside, okay. Here is the question: Eligibility aside, uh, Ericsson or Griezmann? They're both Erickson. practically the same pl- price. Ericsson. Okay, I agree with you. You know what you are getting with Ericsson, mm-hmm. right? One hundred percent. This is a obviously a winnable game for Denmark. Denmark. Mm-hmm. Australia.
1: This is their best this is their best matchup of the tournament.
2: Right. This is their best matchup of the tournament. Exactly. This is Messi's worst matchup of the tournament.
1: Right. If if you're going with the if you don't play Ericsson when they're playing so and so, you'll never use him. This, Australia is that team. Right. He's easy.
2: Right, but but that means that that's the reason we're we're talking about like you're not playing Messi. Cuz you'd rather unless play you go
1: Unless you go really garbage everywhere else, and I don't think that's
2: optimal for the right. sleep. But but you'd rather play Griezmann and Eriksen together. Yes. Okay. Which means that you're probably gonna play someone like Parasich. Maybe. Maybe. Because I mean, or, how, 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 or Pavon, you're right. But it has it, to be someone down there. There's there's there's, there's I, you're up, right. I'm not I'm not going Griezmann Mbappe Eriksen, or uh, I'm plugging them in right now. If you play if you put in Griezmann, Messi and Erickson, your average remaining salary is 3180. You can't phew. you can't you can't do it. I mean, you like you you literally you, I mean, you literally can't. I mean, you can uh, have to put you, in you su- I mean, you have to put in $2600 subs. No, like,
1: you have you can get uh Pedro Gallese at 38 and then whoever the bottom I mean, we're seeing Peru's got a $2700 fullback and a $2800 fullback. That don't play. That Auburn is twenty nine hundred.
2: Okay, but still, your average remaining salary is thirty twenty
1: five. Yeah, twenty nine gets me gives me a little more money. Right. Sainsbury
2: twenty nine hundred. Right, but you know, now, but now you understand. The but le- listen to these names, right? You, you <laughs> when I say it's not technically impossible, but you are punt punting. Like, there's yes. a difference between okay, he's a good punt, and like I'm taking the cheapest guy just because he's on the field yes. and he's likely his floor is his floor is literally zero. Yes. His floor if, is negative if not, one. If not negative, yeah. Right. So I just want to put make that, you know, Messi, Erikson, Griezmann is, like, out of the question. Yeah. Now, if you want to do Messi, and Mbappe, you get a little room. You're still doing that across the board. It's still pretty ugly. Yep. It's still, I mean, you're getting a slightly, like, oh, I'm going from the substitute to the, at least the starter. Exactly. Like that type of level. Exactly. At least the starting underdog center back from Peru instead of the backup. Yes. Uh, who has a floor of negative one also. So you look yep. at that. Uh, so that's why I look at all those types of lineups. Like, you're going to have to, like, yes, you could play Griezmann and Mbappe, Ericsson, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like that, you have 3880. 80 You're punting. but At least you're punting with at least, like, reasonable punts. But you still have you to think... p- punt across the board.
1: Yeah. Do you think the difference between Ericsson and Griezmann is bigger or smaller than Griezmann and Mbappe?
2: I think Mbappe has more of a chance to put up similar points to Griezmann.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think Erickson is safer for his points at the same price as Griezmann. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm saying. Yep. Like, if, you know, gun to my head, I go, Erickson gets you 12 points. Griezmann yeah. is a doubt. But Griezmann, if you say, uh, tell me who who's more likely to score. It's great. Like, I think Griezmann for, like, GPP. Mm-hmm. Mbappe for GPP, the production could go around on France.
1: Yeah. Nobody really has great
2: goal odds on the slate,
1: including Messi.
2: Right. But the thing about Griezmann is that he fills a forward spot. hmm I mean, you could do... Uh, so is Mbappe. Right. Mbappe and Pavone. But the problem mm-hmm. the problem comes in is that if you go like Mbappe, Pavone, Eriksen, like I think like, like now you have an average remaining salary of 48.40, and I just don't think there's there's enough people like you still. I want an average remaining salary when when I put Griezmann in that one. Same with like Rebic or something like that. Like you're you're. I like what I uh, floor wise. I like what I see. Okay. I think I think once once we get to defender, you'll see that like I don't know who I really want. Yeah. Okay, Let's so, keep
1: going on mids. Okay. So other,
2: Not in a deep role. I mean, okay. I, he's not a cash agree, play. But... He's not a cash play anyway. Yeah, the first right. one really is Modric. Right. If he's playing in the 10, I don't mind. Is mm-hmm. he optimal? I don't know. Viable, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I like I like Modric over Perisic. In the 10, if he's playing in the advanced role, mm-hmm. the problem is Perisic is forward eligible.
1: You have some decent guys right here. It's right. Modric, Moy, and Benega. If he starts, but
2: I don't think he does. I don't think Benega starts, but I don't. Yeah. I I don't Moy? mind Moy. I think. I get. I, I understand playing Moy. Yes. But you'd rather play Pavone than Moy. I mean, obviously, if, if you need to fill a forward really? spot, but but. Well, oh, that's you, right,
1: forward spot. Right, right. All right.
2: Like, that's why it's I, really. Would you rather play
1: Modric for a thousand dollars more than Moy? That matchup,
2: yeah, I mean that's what we're looking at. Yeah, right. I still probably play Modric. Really? I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the. I think I'll be able to. I don't think the thousand is going to get me anywhere. Okay, like the thousand would come off of going from Griezmann to Mbappe. I think think I'd rather have Griezmann. Like yeah, that 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 may be the choice. Like Griezmann and Moy or really Mbappe it, and but... Modric. I don't th- yeah. I don't even think you're going to get there. I think you're going to be able to to play like Griezmann and Modric together. I think it's you it gets you the $1000 for a winning goalkeeper. Right. Yeah, there you go. Right. If Acuña's in, I guess he's a GPP play. Yep. Right. You wouldn't think he might take corners?
1: I don't think he does, but
2: he could. But I mean if Mazes is in, 4900. Mm-hmm. Why not? That's perfectly fine to me. But you don't know. It's going to be Meza or Pavone. The problem is, is that Pavone is a forward spot, and Meza isn't. Right. So you're going to need to have a utility there. To sw- I mean, you're going to have to do— But that's where, like, Rebic and all of that— gonna- If you're not playing Messi, you're going to be fairly nervous going into the late game not knowing the lineups. Mm-hmm. Right? The pivots yep. there are nothing. Or you're just going to go to a place where you don't want to go. Right. You're going to end up with Aguero there at the best. Mm-hmm. Unless obviously later in the day you to see something in training or something. We don't know. That's, yeah. why the, that's why you subscribe to RotoWire and you go in the Slack chat and you get all the updates.
1: The next three guys I want to put together are Yoshi Yotun, Rakitic, and Matuidi. And I'll throw Brozovic in just because he, if he starts, then we have to consider him, I right. think. If he starts. It's really, what do you think about Matuidi, 4,100 playing as a left winger for France? He's obviously a sub-risk. Sure. For, for like, multiple people. Like, he could, like, they could bring in a, a holding midfielder for him and play more defensive, or he comes out for Fakir, or I don't think Lamar plays, but he might. Like, yep, definite
2: sub-risk. But he's playing wide. He actually has better value, though, right? Right, theoretically. Theoretically, but th- who knows he's got in this? Giroud is a nice target. That's correct. I lean to. I'll lean towards Matuidi for for, for cheaper. I agree. I, I don't. think mind. he's going to
1: be the. I think he's going to be the biggest bust of the day.
2: Yeah, I I know. I agree with that. But how I much, might still uh, have him? But <laughs> how much is the bust? How much is I mean, like if he gets you three points, you're not dead. It's forty one hundred. Yep. Like what is a what is a bust from what's a bust? Even if he gets you zero, you're not dead. Right? Mm-hmm. For 4,100? If you make that up, if Griezmann scores and assists, and you he have played. him, or if Messi scores three goals and you're playing him, I mean, it's not going to matter if Matweedy gets zero. Right. That's true. But Yota, I mean, I, I think Yotan is viable. against France. Four, they're going to have to play. I mean, they're going to have to do something. He's going to get yeah. tackles. I mean, something, yeah. Okay. He has a floor. I mm-hmm. actually think maybe he has more of a floor than Matuidi does.
1: I that I was just about to say that. Right in that role,
2: Matuidi could. I mean, Matuidi could show up with one point, mm-hmm. or he could. Or, who knows? He'll have seventeen crosses. We don't know. This is such a stupid lineup that Deschamps is putting out. Mm-hmm. Who knows what it's going to look like? You think it would five nothing and be like, why? Well, you know, he's playing four center backs practically. Yep. Then that are playing as fullbacks, and then you have a holding midfielder playing as a winger. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's. It's a weird Whatever, one. yes, but I mean, I'd rather play Matweedy over Brozovic. Okay, he starts or racket or both, either of them. That's what I was. Yeah, okay. And I'm not playing. compare that to Brozovic and Jedinak. He'll probably be in. mm Hmm. I I don't want to pass by, uh, Cruz. Fifty one hundred for Australia. Okay. He's, he's Robbie. Like, yes. He's like a dribbler. He's uh, since in the context of the World Cup, uh, the Harit
1: of Australia. Okay, he had a great game against France, right? Because he drew five five fouls, fouls, drawn four tackles, four
2: tackles, right? But it's not the most predictive of stats. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't mind that. Like, that's why I said, how many set pieces is Moy gonna have versus playing Cruz? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to consider that. And then also consider you have to throw in at least for GPP, Delaney. Sure. If we're looking in that range. But I wouldn't touch him in cash. No, no, no. Same for Sean Sh- uh, if he's in. Mm hmm. Because uh Kvisk is is gone. Yep, he's gone. And then okay. one, now, now we're dead. Once you live past there, you're you're going to no man's land. Uh it's like, a no little ugly. No one's even line. starting. I don't even see starters. Well you got N'Golo Kante if you think France
1: dominates, yes. Have... Right.
2: Luongo, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. is not going to do anything. And then, uh, yeah, then you're done. Then you're done. hmm I'm just saying, if people are trying to jam in Griezmann, Erickson, and Messi. This is where they're going.
0: Yeah, the in really convince themselves right. that Mark
1: Milligan is the way to go. Right. <laughs> He's actually the Australian midfielder you want.
2: Uh, <laughs> defender. All right, defender, yeah. Is, is it worth it to pay for Hernandez or Pavard? If I had to choose I, between the two, between Price, I'd still want Lucas Hernandez. I'm not sure you're getting
1: anything more out of them than you're getting out of MTD for 3900 Right.
2: If, as a wing back for Argentina, Salvio has to be a play. I agree. It has to be viable, at least. Maybe not optimal, but at least viable. I agree. You're not going to know that, though. True. Plug, I mean, you could have another spot open, I mean, or something, so you could make a better pivot or something. Mm-hmm. But that's the type of thing. Like if I, if I, let's say I play Salvio and Rebic, like I'm I, at least I'm able to get up to like Perisic and then have a center defender in the defender spot. I'm rather, I'd rather be put in that position than in the position where, like I'm, I'm playing Aguero and then getting rid of another guy, like right. something, right, right. How about? Yeah. I mean, do you, I don't think the Larson and Dalgard are worth it. I agree. I mean their floor. How much more of their floors? I mean five points. I mean with the clean. I mean you're gonna need to pay up in forward spots. You're not gonna be able to have this money here. Mm-hmm. They're most if Argentina plays the. I mean I don't think he's worth it even as a fullback. But Tagliafico. But most if they play in that whatever formation that they plan on or yeah leaked. I mean he'll be playing as a center back. So you're right. It'll be Tagliafico, Otamendi and Mercado back there. Right. You, even so even see you don't even you, get Rojo Right Even But if, if you see Mercado In a formation That shows him as a fullback As with Sevilla Like he doesn't get full He ain't Yeah Right Then you go down It's like do you play Do you play the Croatian Fullback Strinic and Versalco For 50 45 42
1: Um I always really like Versalco, But 45 is kind of an odd Range
2: I don't mind it. I don't but mind it. But I wouldn't it. rule it out. Yeah. No, I mean they I like would get... him more than Strinage. Yes. Are you going to play Anvilcula? Are you going to play Traukau? Are you going to play the Peruvian fullbacks? Not against France. Right. I'm more likely. Someone's going to play... gonna have to deal with Matuidi. Right. Exactly. Someone has to. <laughs> oh. I'm more likely. I'm more likely to play the Australian fullbacks. Sure. This is not. Like... This is not. You know, France. Right. Like you know. If they go down, they should be able to get forward. I, yeah. I I believe uh, Aziz Bejic be- be- however, you, is Behek. more of the crosser than risen I think risen is more of a tackler. I believe. Okay. I think Bedic got a card, and that's why he only had one point five. Mm. Yeah. Then what? Or happen. the French center backs? Yeah, I think they're they're viable. Uh, viable. All these, uh, I, I would say, all defender plays are viable. I don't think any of them are optimal. Like, if you find a lineup where you you have Lucas Hernandez in and you like the rest of your lineup, go for it. Great, <laughs> right? I mean, like, I, I the difference is if you have uh, like, oh, I I got all everyone I wanted and I got uh, I got uh, the thirty eight hundred left. It's like, do I take Risden or Veron Whoever you want, whoever's more correlated, I guess, if anything. But you you you're sorting through the bargain bin. You're at the mm-hmm. dollar store. I mean yeah. Like, if anything, maybe the punt that the lowest punt play would be what? Who? Uh Jar.
1: Um where is he? Thirty five hundred,
2: Denmark center back.
1: He I actually played him in their first game. He's a huge target on set pieces. Right. Christensen had a pretty good game though. He's questionable.
2: First game though, but I mean, I'd rather play them than the the Croatian center backs. I don't see that game. I don't see them getting a clean sheet. Mm-hmm. I think Argentina score. I agree. I don't necessarily think that they'll score a lot, but I'm just saying I think they'll will at least score one goal. Yeah, and that's the reason why the Messi like Messi scores one. I mean, depending on what the rest of the scoring on the slate is, if he scores one goal and shoots nine times or whatever and gets you 22 points, that may be fine. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Might be. Right. Do you think, do you think, uh, in cash at least, uh, what do you think the ownership as far as Messi versus Griezmann versus Mbappe? Um, Versus Ericsson even. I've been pretty bad at
1: predicting ownership in this tournament. (laughs) So... Uh, with that said, uh, I still think Messi's the highest owned player.
2: Okay. Do you think people will do Messi Griezmann and just not play Eriksson? Um, because I think at GPP you'll see that. I'm yeah. Tra- I'm talking about like five dollar double yeah, yeah, yeah. ups, right? Five dollar double ups.
1: Um, I think you'll see more Messi Eriksson than any combination with Griezmann.
2: Okay, so you think Griezmann will be the lowest owned out of those? Uh. Yes. Do you think you'll see Messi and Bappe? No. You don't see. You don't think you'll see, even see Messi, Griezmann, Erickson in garbage? Oh, I think you'll see that, yes. Really? You'll see garbage? Like w- you know what we just said. I think people will definitely try that. Garbage, garbage? I mean, guys that you don't even know, like, the green check marks are gone. I mean, like, I'm um, telling you, I looked at Griezmann, Messi, and Bappe. I think people will try. Bappe. I think Real, people absolutely it, try. It dep- I mean, th- this game is
1: still going on. But if Ronaldo scores today, which he did, and Cavani and Suarez all score, people are going to be like, oh, okay. That's, right, taking zeros, who cares? That's what I should do. Right. We'll see. I mean, I think that's far from optimal. Right. But you'll see it. I think you'll definitely see it. And the Obviously, GPP- the
2: higher stakes you go, the less you'll see it. I think that the GPP leverage play— I don't even know what the hell it would be. I guess, I guess... Uh, it's Giroud and Aguero. Yeah, well, because they're goal-dependent, yeah. But, I mean, I think right. they'll still be popular enough. You think Giroud will be popular enough, even though people could play Griezmann and Mbappe? No, but it's it's with who? It's the combination. Like, who... Like, it's it's not going to be... Er, it's not going to be Eriksen. Although, you never know. Eriksen can score not? two goals. Eriksen's... Yeah. Eriksen... Could be the highest scorer on this whole slate. Sure, people don't seem to realize that he takes all free kicks and the penalties. Right, it's it's one of these that like Ericsson has like a fifteen to
1: twenty point floor. Right, that's probably that's probably really aggressive, but it's possible.
2: But also with so one goal goal with the goals, right? You add goals. It's not like he's getting that that instead of the goals. Like he's getting that exactly. Right, we've seen Denmark play uh, a team as you know as weakish as Australia. Denmark get a free-kick goal, a penalty goal, and an assist to a Jorgensen goal. Mm-hmm. as on top of 12 crosses, two yep. fouls drawn, one tackle, one. Yep. Right? And then you look and you go, uh, Ericsson has 46 points. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. You also see Messi put up. Yeah, 70. So. 70, right. <laughs> I think it would be...
1: More surprising if Messi put up that kind of game against Croatia than Ericsson against Australia. I agree. And I don't think there's anybody on France I mean it's really just Griezmann, but I don't think Griezmann has nearly the ceiling those guys do.
2: Right. You almost you almost think Ericsson has a higher ceiling than Griezmann. I don't think it. You know it. All right, I mean I'm sorry. I I definitely think it. Excuse okay. me. I thought you were gonna say the opposite. Right. But yeah, I, I think I'm more inclined to play uh, to go griezmann Ericsson and then figure it out. I agree. Okay, I we'll agree. see what happens. Yeah,
1: we will. All right. Anybody has any follow-up questions? Jordan's on Twitter at Blenderhead. I'm at RotoWire Andrew. Always available in the RotoWire Slack chat. If you are uh, a consistent listener of this podcast and still haven't joined the Slack chat,
2: come on over. What are you waiting for? And and DM you, not me.
1: Yes, get in touch with me. Jordan has nothing to do with it. At he RotoWire just Andrew. It. Yes, at RotoWire Andrew. My email is almost the same, andrew at rotowire.com. However you want to get in touch with me, get in touch with me. We'll get you in the Slack chat. Jordan, thank you for all of that, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one.